Hello, friends, and welcome to Overcoming Gracefully, the Art of Forgiveness. This podcast, we're going to be focusing mostly on the ability to explore different areas of our own lives and the lives of others when it comes to forgiveness. This will enable us to be more aligned with the purpose we have for ourselves here on earth and discover the meaning of moments so you can better enjoy your life with an open heart, mind, soul, and an ability to move forward. Moving forward can help us get closer to our goals and what we want to accomplish in life. I am your host, Stephanie Cover, and as an experienced forgiver, and I'm sure many times having to be forgiven myself, I know how difficult it can be at times to admit, move through, and acknowledge forgiveness. To be honest, friends, I tend to keep a lot of things inside. So developing this podcast and talking about forgiveness was actually a difficult decision for me. I had to forgive my own self for always keeping things in and to myself. I have found out throughout many different difficult times in my life that having open communication and talking to the Lord and talking to maybe even a counselor helps to make things easier. And it can help us to move through emotions and any attachments that are related to a specific incident, person, or occurrence that we all have been through in our lives. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is a topic that's actually dear to my heart because I'm actually involved in this industry and have been for many years. It's about forgiving ourselves if we don't have life insurance or forgiving ourselves if a family member did not have life insurance. Now, September uh, is when I'm recording this, and it is Life Insurance Awareness Month, so I feel it's a great time to have this topic. It may seem a little odd forgiving yourself for not having life insurance. How is that even a topic? Well, Life insurance is really an overlooked product by a lot of people because of the fact that it's not mandatory. And from me doing this many, many years, being a life insurance agent, I have found many people have a different opinion about life insurance, as we all do. One of the things that really I have heard that is a positive is that they want to leave their family in a better position than possibly they have been in their life or that they are currently. A negative thing that I've heard is I don't want my family to become wealthy because I die or I don't want my wife Jane to move in with another guy and use the money I leave her to be financially rich, right? And when I hear some of these things, whether they're positive or negative, I always have a reaction, okay? And obviously, you know, I try not to judge at all because judging is not what I'm in an appointment or talking to a family to do. What I am there to do is to help them 
understand the importance of life insurance. So most of us need to forgive our mentality when it comes to money in general. I have found that we all have different ideals, different values, different family beliefs that truly impact how we feel when it comes to money. Now, life insurance is never designed for the person that purchases the life insurance. Unless I do, I have been so grateful to be able to help families with a life insurance that does help while you're still alive. It has living benefits. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But life insurance, what it will do is it gives the family a lump sum when you die. And by that, they're able to not have expenses that you may have inquired, whether it be financial burdens of a mortgage. Obviously, burial is a financial burden for a lot of families because we all are going to die one day. And it's important to at least have that covered. But we have to forgive family members that haven't had that covered. And we've had to maybe go in and get a, a GoFundMe account or used a credit card, or I've, you know, even encountered um, tons of families that are, they had to take out a loan from the bank to pay for a family member's funeral. Now that is very, very difficult for that family member because now every time they see that payment from their booklet that the bank gave them as a loan, they have to be reminded of the death of their loved one and how now they financially are having to pay for that death and they can't use that money to advance themselves or their family. And I think that's where a lot of people don't understand how beneficial a life insurance really, really is. Now, if you want to leave your family more than a burial, then that's actually a wonderful legacy gift. And I am 100% for that. Why do I say that? In society and through generations, depending on where your, your money mindset has been, having extra to excel your family is a very, very important gift. You want your family to not have to struggle when you pass away. And if you have a mindset that I don't want to provide any extra for my family when I die, then you have to forgive yourself for having a scarcity mindset. Now, say that you are, you make maybe $70,000 a year. Now, say you pass away and you're, you know, young, maybe, you know, you're married and you have two young kids. Now, if you don't have $70,000 of life insurance, your family is out one year of income. The standard for insurance is to have at least, I would say, eight to 10 times your annual income in insurance for your family. And the reason why that is, it's because each year you are gone, they will have to struggle missing that income and you helping to provide to allow them to have a better quality of life. Now, I 
can understand how people may not grasp that concept. Well, they'll just marry somebody else or they'll have to figure it out. That kind of mentality is really negative. I have seen so many times families having to struggle just to put food on the table. They can lose their house. They can now have to take a different approach to life. I don't know if you've seen that movie, that butterfly effect, right? I think it was with um, Ashton Kuster. It just showed different aspects of life by what you put out and what the return is if in each scenario. So say that you decide, you know what? I don't want to get my family any kind of life insurance. They'll be okay. Well, then you realize here it is 10 years later after the family has struggled and they're having to, you know, make bad decision choices because they feel they have no other option because they're struggling. Now, that could be something like having to use the system, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying that these are little things that can make it difficult for families because now they're under a guideline of what they can make. And if they make more than that, then they don't get the assistance. So, you know, they run the risk of, you know, not being able to provide for the family. I mean, little things like this make a huge impact on the future of families. Well, say that you decided you were going to leave your family 10 times your annual income. Now they have a different type of a lifestyle, right? Like they are able to pay their bills. Maybe little Tommy was able to go to college and now he has a degree as a doctor and he's, you know, able to provide for your family because he had the opportunity to do that. Now, these are just little scenario things, kind of broad, but it's simple little things like that that really do make make a difference. Another thing that's great um, for the life insurance aspect is if you are currently healthy and you qualify, you have the option to get living benefits. Now, a living benefit is ideally if you have something happen to you, say you have a heart attack, stroke, cancer, Um, you get Alzheimer's, dementia, you can't do two of your daily living activities, things like that, you actually will be able to get that money and use it for your quality of life. So you don't have to die. Now, how does that impact your family? Say you had, gosh forbid, got cancer and you had to take time off of work. You ran out of your long-term and short-term disability And, you know, now your job isn't going to take the time to give you any extra because you're past that time frame and you're still currently doing treatments and you find out that your insurance is cut down because you no longer are able to work full time and they're not going to pay for your treatment and you are financially draining your retirement you're draining your savings, your bank account, everything that you worked for because you inquired a disease or 
something that has changed the way your quality of life is, you know, a heart attack, you know, the stroke, the cancer, all of those things that they do affect your quality of life. A life insurance program that does have these living benefits will end up giving you the lump sum instead of your beneficiary. The beneficiary, if you're not familiar with that term, is whoever you designate to have your life insurance once you pass away. Now, you are actually going to get that money and you get to decide on how you are going to spend that money. Now, if you're in that scenario that I just described and you're, you know, not finished up with your treatment, um, you still currently, you know, are, are, are having cancer and you're just, you know, just fighting for being able to financially stay alive, this can be very helpful. Because when that happens, when somebody is experiencing a financial loss, what happens is you end up most likely becoming severely depressed. Now, if you're depressed, you really can't do anything. And then you end up just losing hope. And you have to forgive yourself for feeling that way, but it's normal. Even a family member that experiences a death of a loved one is going to go through that. They're going to go through depression. They're going to go through different feelings of grieving that a life insurance can help them with. You don't want to put your family into more and more mental string and stress and burden because you didn't get life insurance for yourself. Also, the other thing that's really, really important that a lot of people don't understand is there's many different types of products that are available when it comes to life insurance. So what I mean by that is people think, oh, I have to get term. And what is term? So let me explain that to you. So a term policy is you would have a set price, a set death benefit, set benefits that are added into the policy for a specific amount of time. Now, this type of policy does not have any kind of extra features such as building a cash value. What happens is once you hit that time frame of where it ends, and they usually run for 10 years, 15 years, 20, 25, 30, I mean, I've even heard for 40 years, All you've done is just paid for that death benefit and any additional benefits that were incorporated into it. And during that time frame, you locked yourself in to a price. Once that time frame is up, whether it be 10, 15, 20, 30 years, your coverage is gone. You have no, and none of the money that you put into it is available. If you haven't died, the coverage is gone. Now you have to acquire new coverage, okay? Now, this type of coverage is very, very affordable. It's very cheap because it doesn't have additional benefits, like I was saying, building cash ends at a specific time. A lot of people get that type of coverage. And when they get that type of coverage, as time goes on, they're super excited in the beginning that they're paying this low premium. But when time goes on and it's time to end that program because you're at that expiration date of that policy, people get upset. So, you know, I want everybody to understand it's not 
a negative thing to have a term policy. It's actually very beneficial if you have, if you're young and you have a, you can add only a low amount into your budget, but, you know, and you want to make sure you have some coverage, but you have to understand that once you hit that time frame, the coverage will be gone. Okay. Another policy that a lot of people are familiar with, hopefully, is um, it's called a whole life. Now, a whole life product, that one there is basically designed for, I would say, final expenses, funeral expenses, things like that. Or if you're able to add that into your budget, you can actually, you know, acquire a cash balance or cash value to that policy, which is able for you to use if you needed it later in life. Now, these policies are great because what does a whole life say? A whole life says it's for as long as you live. So once you take that policy, whatever premium you're paying, premium meaning how much you're paying per month, it'll stay that way for the rest of your life. Okay, so you get to lock that in. So the younger you can do that, obviously, the more affordable it is, and that premium will never change. I have helped so many uh, families with this one product that's so wonderful. It's for young kids. They can get literally $50,000 of whole life, and it's maybe $10 a month. Now, when that that child turns 70, they're still paying the $10 a month. So can you imagine what a savings that is for that family, for a a parent or grandparent to put that into place for a child because they did believe in life insurance and they understood the importance of it? So those are some things that are really nice to be able to do for family members, okay? But obviously, like I'm, I'm saying, you know, any type of coverage for your family is going to be ideal and the living benefits added on for you are just so essential. And the last product, it's called a universal life. And a universal life is a product that's in between a term and a whole life. So you do get that benefit of the cash value. But what happens with a universal life is you're going to start out with a lower premium because it's based on your age. So each year, it'll increase your policy amount, but it may not increase your payment. So what happens is as time goes on, any of that cash value that you've built, if the policy is not designed correctly, you would start to see cash value be used as your payment. And then what happens is it turns into a pure term if there's no more cash value in your policy and you have to pay that premium or you lose your coverage. May sound a little complicated, but it's ideal for someone that is wanting to put more money into the program than their actual payment. So that way it'll build a cash value and you can have a tax-free retirement. So very nice if you can use that product for what it is designed to do, which is accumulate the cash value, okay? So I kind of went through just a little bit about the life insurance. And and, and one of the things that I really want to continue to stress is how important life insurance is for the family. Now, if you are at work and you have a life insurance policy that's available for you and it's free, I say, go ahead, 
get that policy. It's free. Now, what happens sometimes that families don't understand is once you quit a job, you go to a different job, or you retire, most of the time, any life insurance product does not come with you. So it can end up creating, I would say, depending on how your health is, things like that, you know, maybe like a negative thought about life insurance because now you have to get life insurance and you didn't realize that everything was under the terms of the work. So, you know, getting a product outside of work, I think is very, very smart for every American and it really can be beneficial. And I would say a game changer for your family's generational legacy It's just so important for us to just not think only about ourselves if we die and not worry about our family. Can you imagine how much change could have been in families if they may have had a life insurance? They may have had more opportunity for growth, more abundance, less heartache, less depression. There's so much comes from being financially stressed or financially burdened that is a big factor for the mental health. And if you could prevent that for happening to your family by making them have to financially incur debts or responsibilities that were not theirs on top of what they're already struggling with by getting a life insurance, wouldn't you want to do that for your family? Don't you love them enough to make sure financially that if anything happens to you that they don't have to inquire a burden financially? Don't you love them enough to make sure that they can have an opportunity to make decisions financially based on their own financial decisions, not because they're inquiring debt from a family member. I really hope that this gave you a little bit of insight about life insurance. Like I mentioned, it's just something that's very close to my heart. I believe that even though it's not a mandatory thing, that it is really essential for all families to have some sort of life insurance for their family. And Obviously, it's whatever you can afford to do, but at the bare minimum, you want to at least make sure you have your burial covered so that when you do die, that they don't have to scrape up the money, ask the church, put a GoFundMe, and then you know possibly take out a loan. I personally think that creating abundance for the family isn't a negative thing. People say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to make them rich and I want them to work for things. And and I get that. But, you know, giving your family that you love dearly an opportunity to make great choice decisions, not based on having to struggle or or find ways to maintain, it's really the best gift that you can do. So if you don't have life insurance, please forgive yourself for not having it. If you do have life insurance, congratulations. You're one of the great people that 
really care a lot for your families. And I'm not saying those that don't have it don't care. I'm just saying that maybe it's time to look into it so that you can make sure that everybody that you love dearly has a financial chance to excel in this world the way that you feel you would want to have somebody do for you. I think that the next steps are to just stay positive, to be patient with yourself, and to move through emotions so that you can continue to be the best person in your life and the best person for others as well. As time goes on, we're going to get more and more into how to forgive, when to forgive, what to forgive, and always, you don't want to forget, because if you forget what you forgave, you may end up doing it again. So with that, I hope everybody has a wonderful day, and I'm looking forward to the next episode and speaking with you guys again and discussing the art of forgiveness. Take care.